Welcome to the Impact Play, impacting more than just gaming. We are your weekly source for the latest news, updates, discussions, and that time to have debates that revolve in and around the video games industry. You can be a part of the live show experience over at twitch.tv backslash impactplay and clicking on the notification bell so you will be notified when we do go live or later on YouTube or even on your favorite podcast platforms such as Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts and so much more. You simply type in the Impact Play. Moving forward, we are diversifying the show, putting the spotlight on people of color, video game developers, content creators and those who are making an impact overall. If you know someone that you believe it would be a perfect fit to make a guest appearance on the show, reach out to us on social, even by sending us an email to contact at theimpactplay.com. I'm your show's Itsyaku, and this is episode 67. On the agenda, we have Star Wars Squadron's reviews are in, our official teaser trailer of Monster Hunter. And through Japanese YouTubers and influencers, we get our first hands-on with the PlayStation 5 and more. Now we'll move on to the first segment of the show, what we have been playing, what we are looking forward to, and what have you. If you've been paying close attention to my Twitch channel, you'll notice that I've been playing a lot of PS4 games since... I've been having the PS4 less than a week now, so I've been playing, I guess the first game that I actually played was Call of Duty Modern Warfare Warzone, and it was my official, my first official gameplay, or should I say my, my first experience of the, of this game, or in-game experience. So it's just been a long time. I've, I haven't even touched Warzone since it first came out. Since it was first released. But since I, I did my first playthrough my first playthrough of it yesterday. It, actually two days ago. If I'm not mistaken. But it, it went definitely great. I definitely had a great time. And, I'll, and, I, and you will see even more Modern Warfare content from me as well. So there is also a game that I've actually gone ahead and pre-ordered. Which is Call of Duty Cold War. And I'll definitely be playing the beta when it does come out October 8th, if I'm not, if I believe, yeah, October 8th through the 9th. I'll definitely be playing then, and I hope, uh, I hope you be able to join me then. And then, Call of Duty Cold War, Spider-Man Miles Morales, I'm looking forward to that game once it launches. And yeah, that's essentially, I have. I do have a lot of PS4 games I haven't touched yet, because I haven't had it for a full, full week. Hopefully, later on tonight, after the podcast ends, I will play, what's that game called? Give me a second, let me pull it up real quick. Yeah, I think it's Horizon Zero Dawn, so let me actually go to it. Oh, here it is, okay. Yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn. So I'm going to do my first playthrough of it after the uh, tonight, later on tonight, on the twitch.tv backslash Impact Plays Twitch channel. So I look forward to seeing you all there. And on top of that, let's see. I played Among Us a couple of times. Uh, I'm still learning the game and what to do and so on. And I believe that's it. Yeah, that's about it. So, let's move on to the gaming news segment. Star Wars Squadron's review, A Triumph of 
a triumph of focused design and concise storytelling. Motive, uh, motive delivers a satisfying single-play campaign combined with a rich multiplayer mode. Star Wars Conscience is very is every inch the space flight simulation that fans have been dreaming of for a generation. It accommodates players in extraordinary ways, from the quality of its many control options to its ability to form parties across multiple platforms. It's also one of the most focused games that EA has produced in the last 15 years. When the game was announced back in June, and EA's Motive Studios was clear on what fans should expect, Squadrons should be centered entirely around Starfighter ex- combat experience. Despite the $39.99 price tag, it would be a AAA quality game deserving of the Star Wars license. Playable across modern consoles and even the PC, it would have a solo campaign, sure, but the meat of the experience would be a single team-based multiplayer experience. And the whole thing would be playable with a host of peripherals, keyboard and mouse, joystick and throttle controllers, of course, and also even VR headset. After three days inside the cockpit, I'm here to tell you it's true, all of it. Scorchens proves that EA is still capable of creating a polished, nuisance experience without the crust. Without the craft of multi-transactions or endless in-game collectibles, it's a success on virtually every front, including VR. The game begins shortly after the destruction of the planet Alderaan, as depicted in Star Wars A New Hope, before catapulting years forward in the timeline to the end of the Star Wars Return of the Jedi. Excuse me. While playing, I jumped between two different sides of the conflict, alternating between the evil empire or the fleeting new republic. Uh, we're not going to read his first on experience, but I guess we'll go ahead and go to the reviews. Because this is pretty much his hands-on. If you guys want to read that article, be sure to check it out over on Polygon. Is this it? Oh, perfect. Yeah, this is the article I was looking for. I don't know what happened to this. This is the one I had saved. Okay. Uh, here's our reviews. GameSpot. Still early review impressions. They didn't give it a score just yet. Experience stands right now. The campaign of Star Wars Squadrons is a solid showcase of set pieces that conveys what's possible with the game's engaging flight combat mechanics. Juggling all tasks required on your cool starfighter while soaking on the sights and sounds of Star Wars has been a real treat on the first eight hours. Even I'm left a bit wounding. This is coming from uh, Edmund Tran. PC Games. Gave it a 9 out of 10. Games Informer, 8.3 out of 10. VJ247, a 4 out of 5. IGN, an 8 out of 10. Star Wars Squadron single-player campaign missions are a feat for Star Wars fans' eyes and ears, especially in VR. Its engaging space combat is a great balance of approachable arcade control with the added nuisance of simulation-like system, which combines with astonishing detailed Chips and cockpits for the most authentic feeling ride since LucasArts legendary X-Wing and TIE Fighter games back in the 90s. Star Wars Squadrons doesn't end up doing anything too memorable with its charming character or interesting rival squadron setup. But this campaign still tells an entertaining Star Wars story I enjoyed no matter which cockpit I was in. Tom Marks. Upload a VR, review in progress, Polygon has it unscored. PC Gamer, a review in progress, but the reviews and even their 
hands-on experience looks very promising. So I'll be definitely looking forward to playing that game with you. And I'll let you know when I do go live with it. Because I was definitely looking forward to it. To the simulation experience. Alright, I guess we'll move on to the next story. Rare Playground Games and Ninja Theory unite for the women of Xbox UK. The Xbox's organization in the UK has united to launch the Women of Xbox UK initiative designed to share knowledge and experience with young women in particular. Women across the Xbox publishing organization plus Rare Playground Games and Ninja Theory will all contribute to the initiative and the project kicks off with a special video series that has begun. The first video is aimed at college and university students that discuss routes into the games industry. This is coming from GamesIndustry.biz. And let's go on to the next one. Come another article from GamesIndustry.biz. Nintendo wins a $2 million in lawsuit against team executor resellers. Nintendo has secured another victory in its ongoing struggle against team executor, the anonymous hacking group that sells tools enabling Twitch owners to play pirated games. The platform holder's lawsuit against Uberchips.com and its owner, Tom Delt Jr., has been successful with the Northern District Court of Ohio ordering the defendant to pay Nintendo $2 million. The figure is listed in a proposed final judgment document shared by Torrent Free and has yet to be signed but was submitted with the consent of both Nintendo and Uberchips. The lawsuit was one of Nintendo's filed earlier this year against resellers offering customers team executor hacks such as the SX range. Shortly after, Uberchips went offline and canceled all pre-orders for XX devices. Once this ruling has been signed, Uberchips is ordered to cease sales and trafficking, trafficking any circumvention device that, that affects any of Nintendo's consoles or copyrighted work. It has also been forbidden from directly or indirectly infringing on both current and future Nintendo copyright and trademarks. Finally, any circumvention devices violating Nintendo's consoles or games that Uberchips has in stock is to be handed over or destroyed. Which is because if you if you guys are are like doing doing this to your own personal console is fine, but once you go ahead and go the extra cross the line and you actually resell this to other people, that's an that that is you're infringing on the company's patents, and on top of that, you will be sued. And you like do it if you're doing it on a personal thing on a pro, like to your own personal console, you do have the right to. But if you go above and beyond that. Once the line is crossed, it's crossed, and there's no going back from it. Roll Company is now free to play. First, watch games. Roll Company is now free to play across all platforms, following a successful period and a premium title in early access. The team shooter, which is published by Harvard Studios, based over here in Atlanta, has only been available by purchasing a premium Founders Pack on Xbox, PlayStation, Switch, or at the Epic Game Store, which granted access to the closed beta, and I definitely had my hands on. Back in Dreamhack of last year, I believe. No, not even last year. When was my first Dreamhack? I think 2017, 2018. And my first hands-on with it. And it definitely looked promising. Okay. So, let's move on to the next story on the list. 
we'll go into that next. Okay, confirmed that Xbox Series X and S allows gamers to free up space by selectively uninstalling portions of the game, and that's a game changer. And this is coming from Xbox's news Twitter channel. This was meaning to happen for the next generation. The next generation is about convenience. And a lot more to go above and beyond to actually meet convenience is to actually allow us to, instead of uninstalling the full game to make room, you can delete portions out of that game, which I'm sure PlayStation 5 will also be doing that as well. Next, let's go on to the Monster Hunter re- first, first look reveal. The first teaser for the Monster Hunter trailer reveals that the video game movie adaption is coming out in theaters this year after all. The movie is will now be released this December after having been previously, previously postponed to April of 2021. Sony Pictures has its upcoming Monster Hunter movie uh, originally had it delayed until next year. Monster Hunter, a movie based on the game from Capcom, was originally set to release in theaters in just a few months. Uh, Okay, so if you guys want to check that out, you can check that out on YouTube now. And it definitely, I guess I've seen the comments on it, it looks promising. And the review, not even the reviews, like the comments are like mixed up. Fans are looking forward to it, while other fans aren't. Even though me personally, I haven't actually played Monster Hunter. And I've gone ahead and purchased it. But I have yet to do my hands on. And yeah, so hopefully I'll be doing that soon on either my personal channel or even the Impact Play Switch channel. So be sure you're following both channels and have notification bells on so you will know when we go live with that game. Alright, what else do we have here? Oh yeah, Minecraft. That's all I'm going to say, Minecraft. The new updates that are coming to Minecraft. Monjink has announced a new Minecraft update that will be giving the sandboxes gloomy caverns and a bunch of new features. The Caves and Cliffs update was announced during this year's Minecraft Live, a yearly event where Mojang reveals where what it has been working on throughout the year. Exploring caves in Minecraft can be treacherous and a little dreary, but the Caves and Cliffs update has a whole a lot of new life for those damned caverns. Mojang has yet to set a specific date, but it says that there is a lot of stuff coming, especially in summer of 2021. Uh, a better cave generation, archaeological system, new blocks, new mobs, and even cliff updates. But let's go into the nitty gritty. Minecraft Dungeons is getting cross like coming in November. And you can play amongst your friends on Nintendo Switch, PS4, Windows, and even the Xbox One. They released a whole bunch of updates on their Twitter channel, so let me pull them up. (laughs) Oh, they show their mobs. The mods, I should say. Uh, Archaeology. Bundles. Okay, nice. Instead of, like, uh, individual pieces taking place, you can just combine them together and just take just one spot of your inventory, which is nice. I ha- me personally, I haven't actually played Minecraft. I played Minecraft Dungeons originally on uh, cloud streaming on Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. 
And I'm assuming that's about it. There's going to be a marketplace coming soon. Uh, if you like parkour, or you parkour course, I don't know, just a little course. Yeah, that's about it. There's nothing new here that I'm seeing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about this. Okay, give me a second while I'll pull that up for you guys. I'm gonna let, let I'm gonna keep the hype going. If you guys haven't heard of this, don't ruin this for anyone else. Here's an article from Game Informer. Nintendo revealed its Super Smash Bros. Ultimate DLC is the next character. Or should I say, yeah. Well, it's had many reactions along the lines. Uh, yeah, no, it's not the one I want. Let's, let's see, let's try to find one. Oh yeah, here we go. And we're in the first reveal. Uh, the new the new characters will be arriving on October thirteenth, and they are. From them from Minecraft, and this been this these talks have been going on for at least five years. So Nintendo will reveal this new character rosters, which is let me see. Okay, the video reveals that you'll uh, effectively have six different Minecraft characters to choose from. Steve and Alex have three different skins each, plus there's a zombie and then Enderin at around four minutes of the video. Da -da 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 -da. Uh, let me see. I'm trying to find something else. See if Alex and company. Da -da 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 -da. If you guys want to check out that uh, that trailer, be sure to check it out over on Nintendo's YouTube channel. And next, we have the biggest new story of them all. Japanese YouTubers go hands-on with the PS5 during Try PS5 on YouTube Gaming Week in early October. This is coming from PlayStationUniverse.com or should I say PSU.com. A select number of YouTubers in Japan will got their first hands-on with the new PlayStation 5 console and Try PlayStation 5 on YouTube Gaming Week video series during the first week in October for YouTube Gaming Week in Japan. The Japanese YouTuber's PS5 video kicks off in uh, today, actually, at 6 p.m. Japan time, or 10 a.m. UK, so 2 a.m. Pacific, so that's already, I uh, already started, okay. Let's go to the updated story, see if we can find it. Oh, here it is. Uh, virtual YouTuber Lulu Suzohara got uh, did a PS5 hands-on video with feature Astro's Playroom, Godfall, Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition. Uh, let's see, okay, let's see, famed YouTuber Hakaken's PS5 hands-on video will include. Da -da 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 -da. Let me see. Let me try to find an updated news story for you guys. I feel like this article isn't up to date. Let's see. Stories. 
I'm surprised it hasn't breaked yet. Oh, here it is. IGN. There we go. Oh, perfect. Okay. Japanese media and YouTubers recently had a ch uh, chance to go hands-on with the PlayStation 5 and their uh, previews showcase the PS5 hardware's games, including Ashwell's Playroom and Godfall, the DualSense, and more. AV Watch was one of the one of Japanese publications that was able to test out the PlayStation 5. Even through Sony, still wasn't willing to show off the PS5 the PS5's UI. We did learn a couple of interesting facts. One of these that Sony has made the decision to make X the trademark. The, the standard confirmed button for all regions in the past O was always the confirmed button for Japan. While in North America and Europe, X was always chosen. So it's good that this is uh, going across the board. So that's about it. And this article was updated early this morning. So once we get more updates on this, we'll bring, it, we'll bring, you, bring over the news to you once we get more information all right what else do we have here let me see if we have any last minute news stories for you all before we end the news segment oh yeah <laughs> now i'm going i'm going to twitter now and i'm seeing a lot of posts about the rgb <laughs> the, about the light bars of the dosense controller Literally within 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 an hour. <laughs> Let's see. Da -da -da. Okay, Tetris is perhaps the pinnacle of pickups and play up gameplay, considering it helped racket of the original Game Boy of the sales charts with its addictively simple simple mechanics. Now, more than thirty years after its debut, it's following the mini system trend with an officially licensed small keychain. The Tetris Mini looks to contain a pretty faithful version of the game. A bite with an 8 block wide wall rather than the standard 10 blocks. It will even come with different modes of play. The standard marathon mode and another where you're tasked with cl clearing 20 lines in ultra mode where you're given 2 minutes to clear as many lines as you can. This is coming from the Nintendo Wire. The creators of a new device over at GameTech promised 6 color variations. Pitching the product as much as an accessory as a, a, than, than an actual game device. And it comes in six different colors. We have yellow, blue, black, pink, clear, and gray. And here's an article coming from Eurogamer. It looks like we're getting a third season of The Witcher. Production is currently planned for 2020 and even 2021. Here is an expansion of what I have discussing about Star Wars Squadron's reviews. This is coming from GameSpot the, uh, discussing the good. Involving flame mechanics and an engaging layer of complexity to space combat, the signature of retro futures, futurism of Star Wars is well executed across the board. Some beautiful stages that make you just happy to be there. And the bad is the campaign characters and narrative dressing leaves you wanting more. But it's a small campaign. It's meant to be a multiplayer experience. Okay. And then Need for Speed is counting down to something. Probably Half Pursuit Remastered? Or? Who knows? Over at the Need for Speed website right now, there's a countdown that ends in one day and 16 hours, which puts it 8 a.m. on Monday morning Pacific. 19, so it would be 11 a.m. Eastern for you guys listening in Atlanta. Above the, let's go to the website and see what's this about. 
So I was counting down. 510. How did he go fast? 510. Call Big Joe's Plizer, Pizaria on 0800 uh, 510 510-510. There's got to be a way to fix this. Reignite the pursuit. And there's, you click it. Let's see what happens. It gives you a, a video. I'm not going to play it on on the podcast for due to copyright infringements and what have you. We don't want to be flagged for that. So PS5 Spider-Man Remastered gives Peter Parker a facelift. We discussed this on Thursday's episode on the International Podcast Day. Wednesday's Wednesday's episode. So here's an article that kind of breaks this down further. Let's see. There's a lot of people getting mad for no reason at all. Or even going further to... What's that word I'm looking for? To threaten even developers. Insomniac developers. Like, guys, it's a game. The uh, developers are going out of the way to make something entertaining for us to enjoy. If we're enjoying this, why should we complain? Even if they do make changes. If you don't agree with it, go join the development team. Don't just complain and threaten developers. Like, this... Like, you can be critical, but please, please, please be respectful. Starting gets, gets us nowhere. And it just makes the job for those developers, their job even more frustrating. Because they have to deal with these on, on, on a basis whenever they make changes to a game. So please, please, please keep in mind to be respectful. Because they didn't make this lightly. It's just with the technology and what have you. That... They had to go and make the the, it, it, the Peter Parker's face according to the actor that was playing him, because then it was made. It, the game came out when like three years ago, if I'm not mistaken. Technology has improved, so they went ahead instead of just going and remastering it. The technology improved as well, so they went according to his face. It, the even though it kind of looks like Tom Holland, it's not. It wasn't based off of Tom Holland's character. Tom Holland, the face of the MCU. As I previously thought. So I've gone ahead and corrected myself. But please, please, please. Do not threaten developers. That are going out of their way. Even now. Uh, CD Projekt Red. They're going through a crunch. To bring us. Cyberpunk 2077. Trying to give, give us the best experience. That we can through with this game. So there, there was, there was definitely going to be crunch t- times, but please, these developers are going through their own challenges to bring us the our the best experience that we can to enjoy their game. That is the, their end goal for uh, to to bring us a tremendous experience. So please be respectful and be kind. And people were complaining about the Xbox Series X that it's big, and then memes came out as a uh, there was a fridge. The tables have turned. The PS5 is even bigger than the Xbox Series X. Even though the Series X is a little bit thicker, the PS5 is a whole lot bigger overall. So don't judge anything by its experience. So just enjoy the games the way you want to enjoy it on the platform you want to enjoy it on. Regardless of what anyone else says or plays on. Uh, the way people enjoy their games doesn't affect your own enjoyment. So please keep that in mind as well. I think that's about it for the new stories. I guess we'll move on to... Let's see. 
to Reading Mail. We want to know your feedback, your thoughts, and even any questions that they may have for us by sending us Reading Mail over on our Discord server by leaving a voice note over at anchor.fm backslash Impact Play or even by sending us an email to readermail at theimpactplay.com. So let's check our email, see if we have anything. Nope, I'm not seeing anything here. Oh yeah, we also have Melbourne International Games Week, and it's going on, it started yesterday actually. So as soon as this event progresses, I'll keep you posted on any newsworthy, newsworthy updates. Okay, let's check Discord. Nope, nothing here as well. Okay. So let's move on to our next segment, the Creator Spotlight, where we highlight an amazing creator that on the show that hack, reinvent, or even repurpose everyday items with a video game twist. If you or you even know someone that would like to be featured, reach out to us on Discord or via email at creatorspotlight at theembarkplay.com. And today's highlighted creator we have uh, da, 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 courtesy of reddit user mr underscore murdoch he let me see mr murdoch da, 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 he ran skyrim and he, uh even though it was another game too over on a steel series keyboard that little uh, lcd screen display Using the Steel Engines, Steel Series Engine app, Mr. Mordek adequately replied that the game itself is running on a connected computer using a script from GitHub that mirrors the user's desktop screen to the keyboard's OLED display to achieve this effect. Skyrim running natively on a keyboard seems absurd, of course, but given Bethesda's penchant for ports, never say never. Bethesda's boss, Todd. Harry famously said in 2018 that if fans want the studio to stop releasing Skyrim ports, they should stop buying them. In other news, in other Bethesda news, Zenimax Studio was recently acquired by Microsoft. Uh, yeah, that's about it. So I'll definitely be, I'll definitely uh, include his Twitter handle in the show notes. If you want to take a, uh, take a look, be sure to do so. So, without further ado, thank you guys so much for making the Impact Play a part of your day. Be sure to join this going to be a part of ever-growing community, our f- our family. You can be a part of the show by leaving over a voice note over anchor.fm backslash Impact Play. Who knows, it may even be featured on a future episode of the show. Leave us a review or even just a rating on your favorite platform. And guys, please, 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 your support means a lot to us. We are trying to achieve affiliate status over on twitch so all we need is the view uh, is the views so please share this amongst all your friends your family everyone that you know share the twitch channel give us a follow and hit the notification bell so you know we will when we will go live have a great one guys until next time <laughs>